So, the theme we are doing is carrying on parables, okay, from Holiday Bible Club. And and as Kevin said, I'm looking at the parable of um, uh, the workers in the vineyard, and I'm not dressed as a grape or a bottle of wine. Um, So, that's a plus. Um, What I want to do now, though, is actually just read the story. It's really simple. Read the Bible. You're in church. Let's do it. But what I'm going to do as well is stop every so often and something's going to happen. So it's in Matthew 20, 1 to 16, and I will read all of it. It's good to read the scriptures. Verse 1. For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire labourers for his vineyard. After agreeing with the labourers for the usual daily wage, he sent them into his vineyard. So, who are the early mourners? I don't mean mourners, only morningers. Um, I've got a job for you. There's the uh, follow with the camera. Um, <laughs> early morning, brilliant. Well, your job this morning is to... You're retired. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, I know that. Um, there's, 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 a, there's some puzzles for you to get on. So, you know, workers in the vineyard, you're the early morningers. So if you could crack on working uh, for the kingdom by doing the uh, it Thomas the Tank Engine puzzles, that would be fantastic. Great. Right. Next. When he went out about nine o'clock, he saw others standing idle in the marketplace. And he said to them, you're also going into the vineyard and I'll pay you whatever is right. So they went. Where's the 9am'ers? Right, okay. A jigsaw puzzle for you as well. No one is sitting around idle this morning. Thank you. What's that? You have coffee at nine. Crack on. I think it's brewing. (laughs) So crack on with the puzzle. That'll be fair. How's it going, early mourners? Morningers? Yeah, they're, they're deep in thought over there. Leave them to it. There's four puzzles in that one. They're all neatly laid out. I messed them all up. <laughs> They're going to work hard this morning. Right, so that's the early nine. Right, when he went out again about noon and three o'clock, he did the same, right, noon, noon and three o'clock. Who's noon? Your noon, I'll crack on with that one. Oh, you get the racing car. Wow. Go for it. Yeah, move that one. That's, that's a side project, whatever you're doing there. That's not earning money at all. So they're cracking on there. Right, fantastic. At about five o'clock. Oh, dear. Didn't realise it was going to take as much effort. Who's the five o'clockers? Or as I like to call them, the afternooners. All right, the afternooners. Let's come over here. There's your one. It's a big bus. There you go. Crack on with that. Right. I need to sit down after this. Good, we've got puzzles going. Everyone else can listen. So yeah, he said about the five o'clock, as he went out, he found others standing around. He said to them, why are you standing here idle all day? They said to him, because no one has hired us. 
He said to them, you also go into the vineyard. When evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his manager, call the labourers and give them their pay. Beginning with the last and then go to the first. When those hired about five o'clock came, each of them received the usual daily wage. Right, right. so I was going to get someone to help me to do this. Why didn't I do that? Andy, thanks, mate. You can be my... Is it the manager? Yeah. Could you, could you go and give the, the workers their wages? Sure. And that one. And there's two more. Hold on. Don't go yet. If you'd like to give them their wages... You should in, all... any, in any order, boss. Doesn't matter. They've all been working. They've all been doing the job. How are the puzzles going? Have you finished yours? The, five, the, the afternooners over there, they're finished. They're finished over there. <laughs> I'm really going to make sure one group grumble. They're almost done there, that's good. Any others? Is that puzzle done? Fantastic. Yours is done. Struggling with the car one here. How's it going at the back, June? They're asleep. <laughs> That's it, falling asleep under a bush somewhere. Yeah, it's June. All right. Okay. Now, when the first came, so that would be the group at the back. All right. When the first came, they thought they would receive more. But each of them also received the usual daily wage. And when they received it, they grumbled against the landowner. Sounds like they're still, they're still working, aren't they? You can stop working now. It's, they're on it. Just leave them to it. <laughs> but it says that they grumbled. They grumbled against the landowner saying, these last worked only one hour. Look at them. They finished their puzzle. They've only worked one hour. You've made them equal to us who have borne the burden of the day and the scorching heat, if only in the UK. (laughs) But he replied to one of them, friend, I'm doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for the usual daily wage? Take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give to this last from the same as I give to you. Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? Or are you envious because I am generous? So the last will be first, and the first will be last. We've heard this story before. Maybe not as energetic and uh, full of puzzles and sweets, But hopefully everybody on that table that's been working, have you all received your wage? Have you received a giant skittle? Yeah, you can have it, James, it's fine. Yeah, it's right. Have your wage. But it's all equal. They're all the same. They're still going over there, (laughs) grumbling away, and that's fine. And what I want us to do now is not... um, get away from that kind of thought because I'm going to unpack that a little bit uh, in, in a little bit more. What I want us to do now is just spend a bit of time praying. Um, I know it's kind of a little bit of a, 
a, a, a break on what we're kind of doing, but I want us to pray. I want us to pray for holiday at home. You're all sat around tables. Each chair you're on is going to be uh, filled with somebody uh, from the older generation that's going to come here on Tuesday and, and have a cream tea. And we just felt it'd be really good right now for us as a church to pray on our tables for those individuals that are going to be here. Some of them may be afternooners. I really hope that they are. Some of them are closer uh, to the Lord. Hopefully, we will see that they will come to Christ. And that's what we want to be praying for. And we do a lot of children's and youth work, and we're really grateful for, for the older work we do as well. But actually, there will be people in this room tomorrow that we want more than any to know Jesus. So let's spend a little bit of time now for a couple of minutes just praying uh, for holiday at home, for, for everything that's kind of going on there, for, for the cream teas, uh, for all the volunteers as well. But let's pray specifically for this older, these older folk that are going to be here um, that need Jesus as well. So let's stop and let's pray now in our tables and do that. And then Joan is going to bring us back with worship. Have you finished the puzzle at the back? All four? Are there any pieces missing? Ah. <laughs> I was going to take one out, but... <laughs> I didn't want to be eating the puzzle later. Um, life can seem unfair at times. We've heard that parable of uh, the labourers in the vineyard, and and when oh excellent, it's all right. Is is that is that a nice big bus? I think I've got one of them at the airport. Um, we, we 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 read that story, and actually, some of us will probably go, yeah, that was really unfair. <laughs> Those early mourners, they they really did get you know the the, the raw end of the deal a little bit. They worked all day and got the same as that lot. Who finished their puzzle in no time whatsoever. It could seem unfair. On holiday, I don't know if I mentioned that this morning, um, <laughs> we watched, we, we were at the beach, a really nice beach, and there's lovely beaches around the south bit of Portugal, and we're sitting out and just looking at all these yachts and all these boats, and like, wow. Look at them. And it was one that was just like this. It was, it was like the Mercedes Silver Arrow. It was just silver and black. It was kind of gorgeous. You looked at it and just like, wow, what do they do to get that boat? It was just one of those things that you kind of looked at it. There were some massive boats. There were some small boats. There were, there were some, like I say, that were, were owned by very, very... Very, very wealthy people. And you couldn't help but think, so unfair. Here I am, sitting on my towel on the beach, and I can't be out there jumping off, swimming around. All I could do was go into the sea, walk in, walk out. I didn't have to get a boat out. Just felt a little bit unfair. 
And it can seem that people have so much money that they don't know what to do with it, apart from buy big boats. And it's frustrating. I don't know about you, but looking at this kind of of parable, I was kind of thinking of a scenario where it might be easier, because not all of us go out into the vineyard these days and work. But we go into the office and you're going into school and stuff like that. Imagine, kids, you go into school, and you're there from, what, 8.50-ish, 9 o'clock, and you don't leave till about 3, 3.15. You've got to be there all day, all that kind of doing, all the lessons and everything. And there's a couple of kids that turn up at 1.30, and they're allowed to stay till 3, 3.15, and then go home like the rest of you. Would you be annoyed at that? Yeah, I would be. I would be. It's like going into work as well and knowing that you've got to be there from whatever time you are there, 8.30 through till 5 o'clock, and some geezer just saunters in at 3 o'clock. Hey, see ya, I'm off at half four. And you're sitting there going, I've done a day of this. And there are you swanning in, but they're paid exactly the same salary as you are. Annoyed, frustrated, it feels unfair. In the same way, the bag of goodies. And if you haven't opened the bag of goodies yet, open them, enjoy it, open the pack. Alan, I didn't bring a tin opener, I'm really sorry, mate. (laughs) I just, our kitchen, we got one, I'm sure there's one in the kitchen, if it's not been flooded away somewhere, I don't know, but you know, feel free to tuck into your tin of tuna, you know, (laughs) I'm sure you've got a car key or something, just, you know, it was, sorry, yeah, I did pick the one that that was in date, all right, I'm not not a cheapskate, mate, (laughs) anyway, it's unfair, it was unfair, In the story of the workers, we can see the grumbling of those working hard all day and getting the same as the afternooners. But remember, the parable starts with Jesus saying, the kingdom of heaven is like. The kingdom of heaven is like. Jesus is not talking about riches or work on earth. He's not talking about the riches that can be gained here. He's talking about his kingdom. And that we all have access. No matter who we are. He's talking about his kingdom. And that we all have access. No matter who we are. Now I don't know who is the oldest Christian here this morning. I'm looking at Connie... June, Val, Nick, Bernard. (laughs) Say Bernard. (laughs) I became a Christian when I was seven. I've just turned 50. My quick maths means that I've been a Christian for 43 years. 43 years. And some of you here have been Christians longer than that. Now, she's not here this morning, but my soon-to-be daughter-in-law, B, has only been a Christian for about four or five years. Now, do I 
receive the kingdom more than she does? No. Not at all. She's only been a Christian for four or five years. As most of you know, she's absolutely on fire for God, which is awesome. But she's only been a little baby Christian. She's a baby Christian. Whereas I'm a little bit more mature in my faith. (laughs) As some of you might understand, so therefore I should get the kingdom of heaven a little bit more than her. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. We are equal in God's eyes. For me, the thief on the cross is the prime example of the 11th hour Christian. There he is on the cross. He's a thief. He's there for a reason. Okay? He's there for a reason. Jesus isn't. He has been found guilty but has done nothing wrong. And the thief backs up Jesus. He defends him from the other prisoner on the cross. And he says to him, Jesus, will you remember me when you come into your kingdom? And Jesus says, I tell you today, you will be with me in paradise. Another word for heaven. And we don't know how soon afterwards both of them died, but it was probably only a a matter of hours. The thief on the cross, for me, is the prime example of one of the afternooners. He's hardly done nothing, but he defends Jesus. And he makes that kind of commitment in his heart. He's not baptised, he doesn't go to Bible study, he doesn't go to church or synagogue. He doesn't do any of that stuff, yet he has the same amount of uh, entrance to the kingdom as any of those disciples, of any of the followers of Jesus. This story is all about what we do with Jesus and the riches of heaven that he offers that we're all equal in his sight. Those with the bags, can you go back to them, please? There's a little sealed compartment at the bottom. This ain't any old sermon, you know. (laughs) What have you got in the bottom of them? If you hold it up. Can you hold them up? You may have had a tin of tuna, but you've got a cross. And that means everything. That's eternity. It's all about the cross of Christ. The earth may give out its riches. We may look at the yachts and feel jealous. I don't know where any of those yacht owners will be going at the end of time. I know I've got the cross. The cross of Christ. That's the most important thing. That's, that's worth any, everything. That's worth more than any gold on earth. Any yacht. All the yachts and all the marinas around the world. This is so much more. The cross is for all. We can do nothing. We can do nothing. We can't earn our way into that heavenly kingdom with Jesus. This sacrificial love of Jesus is given freely to all. No ifs, no buts, no thieves on the cross, no early morning people, no afternoons or noon people. Doesn't matter how old you are in Christ, the cross is freely for all.
Ephesians 2 verse 8 to 9 says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not the result of works. No matter how many jigsaw puzzles you do, it's not the result of works so that no one may boast. God's grace through the cross gives us all access to the kingdom of heaven. We're all paid the same, even though we don't deserve it. We don't deserve the wages. Jesus did the hard work so that we don't have to. We mustn't grumble, but we must rejoice in seeing new workers join us in receiving God's kingdom. Jesus wants none to be left out. Some of you this morning have not had a skittle. Have you? There's a table or two that haven't had skittles. Is that right? Guess what we need to do, guys? Share your skittles. Share your skittles. Come on. If you've still got some skittles, share your skittles. Probably like, I don't want them. I'm on a diet. There we go. <laughs> See, that's what we're called to do. All right, Graham, don't over it, mate. <laughs> this is what we're called to do, people. We've been given the kingdom of heaven through accepting Christ on the cross. But there are people that are left out. It even says that in scripture, that some of those workers, they were left out. And the vineyard owner goes out and he says, come work, come, come. It's our job, it's our role to go into our community, not just to share skittles, but to share the good news of Jesus. Now, just actually watching that then, a hubbub started. People started talking, there was fellowship. That's what it's about. It's about getting to know those people in our community. Just sharing the good news by being who we are, just being those radiant people of Jesus, sharing the good news of Jesus through who we are. So, Alan, I'm sorry that you got a tin of tuna. But this is the most important thing, guys. All those workers were offered the same wages. We are offered the same. The kingdom of heaven. And it's through Christ on the cross. Let me pray. Father God, we thank you for this parable. We thank you, Father, for the way that it challenges us that it's not about the earthly gifts, it's not about the earthly riches, this is about your kingdom, and all have access. Regardless of whether we've been Christians for decades or for a few years. Father, this is all about your kingdom. And Father, we thank you for your son. We thank you that Jesus went through the hardship and the pain of the cross so that we can have access to your heavenly kingdom. And Father, the riches that are there, Lord, we do not know. We cannot comprehend and understand what heaven will be like. We get a glimmer of it in your scriptures, but Lord, it goes probably beyond that. And Father, we thank you that we have access to that. But Lord, we don't want to leave people out. Father, we want others to be with us. We want others to be with you. 
And Father, would you give us that zeal, that passion, that energy to share the good news of this cross with all those that we meet, whether it be through a kind word, a coffee, a meal, whatever it is, leaning over the fence, chatting to someone, Lord, may you intervene by your spirit and we would see people come to know you more than we've ever done before. We pray your blessing upon each one of us, Father, from the youngest to the oldest, that you would use us, Lord. You would use us to be ambassadors for Jesus. That people would know that we are Christ carriers, we are cross carriers. Father, just want to thank you for your word, for your son. In Jesus' name. Amen.